ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Never FDIC. Welcome in. It is the Monday, March 9th edition. The Drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Paul Swan and Dave Walsh with you, coming to you live today from the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. Of course, you can be a part of the program anytime. Two ways to do that. Come hang out with us here at the Union, or all you have to do, of course, is get yourself on the phone at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Those are the numbers to be a part of today's program. And, Dave, we've got a lot to get into because today we are getting set for, of course, the Conference USA Tournament. Mm -hmm. We are also getting set, of course, for March Madness in general. Yep. This time next week, everybody will be starting their brackets. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. (laughs) It's going to be huge. So get your brackets started now. Start plotting it out. Start breaking down teams. Look at trends. Look at all that bracketology. Right. Yeah. Do you do all that? No. I, I go on my computer and look up all the uh, networks and predictors and see what they do and then go from there. They, they've seen more than I have. I'm just wondering who's going to be the sleeper this year. I don't know. Will Dayton get the love this year? I'll be the one outside of the big boys. i got to pick a team. Yeah. I was thinking, I was thinking Duke once upon a time. I was like, Duke? <laughs> That's, they look vulnerable right now. Okay. How about Kansas? That's not a bad pick. You could have, like, Kansas, like a Gonzaga. Uh, I'm never, somebody in the Big Ten. Never taking Gonzaga. I know. Somebody never. the Big Ten. But then I'm thinking, well, how much, I want to see how much love they give Dayton for the year they've had. Dayton Flyers, yeah. Yes. I don't know. I don't know where to go this year. I dare enter a bracket this and, year. And if some certain team wins four games starting Wednesday, we'll have to pencil them in. Right. That is exactly right because that's the Marshall Thundering Herd. They're in Frisco. Right. They have been in Texas <laughs> for since a long time. Last week. Right. They got down there. They left because I last saw them on Thursday. I went to practice on Thursday. Right. And then after practice, they went to Lexington. And then they took their flight over to San Antonio. Okay. They played UTSA on Saturday. Yeah. And then, if I understood them correctly, because I was talking to a couple of the players yeah. today, they got on the bus and then took off to Frisco. Which is? About four and a half hours. Four, yeah. four and a half. That's Texas is a big state. It is a big state. Yeah. So... They've had some fun in between. Right, and they're there until they finish. Yeah. They're there. Hopefully Saturday. They're going to try to lock down and get this thing going. And uh, we're going to hear from Jared West a little bit later on. Also, Andrew Taylor and Tavion Kenzie. The reason why we're going to hear from them is because, well, some of the Conference USA awards came out today. Jared West, you know already he's a guy who hits the books. He got honored for his academics. Yeah. Well, this is now just being a basketball player on the mm-hmm. court. He made the all-defensive team. Right, which I understand. He also made third-team Conference USA. I want to see who made it ahead of him, but I mean, I'm sure Western North Texas and La Tech had some people out there too. So we'll see. But Jared is—he's he, a true two-way player. Tavion Kenzie made second team. Yes, I can see that. And Andrew Taylor, all freshman team. Not bad for half a season. No, not bad at all. <laughs> and we'll talk to these guys a little bit later yeah. on. So uh, it was basically here you go. You got X amount of minutes. Here you go, because they got done with practice. So I talked to them maybe about an hour ago, and we'll hear all that coming up here in a few minutes. So I'm looking forward to talking to those guys. And, of course, big time on Wednesday, 9 o'clock is our airtime, 10 o'clock tip. If you don't have a place to watch <laughs> it, 
listen to it on the radio. Exactly. And, of course, if you're looking for a place to watch it, more likely you might want to come to the Union Pub and Grill. And, of course, maybe, just maybe, they'll have the south side sliders out today. Yeah. I thought about you Saturday night when they came up, when they – all the things ran and had an indication of when they were like who they play. I said, Paulie, 10 o'clock start, not good. Not good. For the women, great. 11 a.m., noon, that's great. But it's the first one and the last one. So I'm just going to tell you right now, I won't be in the no. office early no. on Thursday. No. They, they, get their, they should have a toss-up there, but if they do get by that first round game, Rice waiting for them on the tip-off game on uh, Thursday. So, they got a tall order, a real tall order. Yeah, it's going to be tough for everyone coming up. And, of course, uh, speaking of Conference USA, Savannah Wheeler on the women's side named Conference USA all-freshman team. Uh, she had it here. You know, last year's name, Miss, Bas- Miss Basketball Kentucky. Now she's all-conference as a freshman. Uh, she keeps on keeping on. That's pretty good but for they her. Need, they need more than her, though, to uh, climb that ladder a little bit. They can make a run. We'll yeah. see. We'll see what they can do. But you've got a nucleus to work around. You've got a core now you yeah. can work around. And I think I think Tony Kemper's doing it right. Yeah. He's building it up. He's it's, building. It's not going to be one of those quick fixes. No. And, again, there are challenges when you're at Marshall University. Budgetarily, there yeah. are challenges. <laughs> right. And he had to start over this year because basically because he had two, two all-time guards gone. You know, Shana left. Miss Porter left. And, uh, you know, that, that was, that's a big loss. And they had, you know, somebody had to step up and fill the shoes. I think they've got more balance now. Yeah, to be honest with you. Yeah, and if they can build on that and grow that, they're going to be a lot better yeah. team. And then, and then on the flip side with the men, the way they played the last two or three games, I'm Danny. I'm feeling pretty good about the way they're going in. I know he's a hard man to please, but I got to be feeling pretty good. You should feel good. They, they got mean, a chance for two for a half and part of a second half at UTSA is like all world, and all of a sudden, UTSA's got the ball with a chance to tie. And I went, what am I listening to here? And then their guy fouled Jared West on offensive play. I don't know what happened, but he made the free throws, and they got the W. Kick the bus to Frisco. Take the bus, take the trip to Frisco. <laughs> the good news is they don't have to play UAB. No. I was dreading that. Yeah. I genuinely was <laughs> dreading that. Yes. I shouldn't have to dread that because it, it's you, a neutral location. Right. Marshall can play with them, right? Right. I don't know. I, if there's any team that's Marshall's kryptonite right now, I think UAB's that yeah. team. Yeah. And if Marshall gets by the first round in uh, La Tech's waiting for them, and I'm sure they remember their trip here. But, but it's a neutral court, but so they're we'll see what happens. But they're, they're beatable. They're, Marshall proved it. Marshall proved it. And I, see, I'm not worried about them. Yeah. You know, Western Kentucky, Marshall, I think, can beat them. Yeah. They can beat Marshall, too. It's right. not one of those givens. It's but not one of those where you go like, well, we got one win, and then we're coming home. No, they're, they're, they're legit. So they're we'll, legit. They shoot like they have been last year. The other night, watching on the computer, inside game, before he got into foul trouble, another guy was there. And when the inside game, he kicks it back out, and they're hitting threes. I mean, they scored 63 the whole the entire game the first time there. At 52 at the half Saturday. They were they were hitting from everywhere. And on the replays, dunks, alley-oops, it was like this is what we're used to seeing. So hopefully uh, come Wednesday night about 10 o'clock, we'll see it some more. They just need to go and play. And hopefully yeah. they are in a situation where they keep their legs underneath them, they don't get wore out. Right. We've seen years past where they've just gotten wore out. This is a different team from those teams, so right. each team is different. Tavion Kinsey said it in an interview I'll have with you a little bit later on that yeah. we're young. Yeah. He just came out and said it. We're young. Yeah, no seniors. We'll recover. We're Senior young. Senior night, we, we're we can two handle. managers, but uh, I'd say they have as many as nine guys can play so they can keep the legs as fresh as possible. Yeah. 
to have to go four days and you know four straight days, no break. We're here today at the Union Pub and Grill, eleven twenty-five Fourth Avenue in Huntington. Now every Monday, there's a reason why you come down. Three real good reasons. Mm-hmm. One, we're us. Here. We're here. Us. Right. Two dollar fifty bottles and two dollar call shots. That's coming up every Monday, including mm-hmm. today, right here at the Union Pub and Grill. When we come back. We're going to get you set to hear Jared West. I talked to him, third team, Conference USA, also Conference USA, all defensive team. Had a quick chat with him. We'll hear that when we continue on today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Drive with Paul Swan. Marshall Athletic Director Mike Hamrick. He knows. Paul's the best. On ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. He does know. He does. He recently told me again, I'm the best. I agree. Paul Swan and Dave Walsh with you. Today's edition of The Drive coming to you from the Union Pub and Grill on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. So we found out today that three Marshall players earned some awards. Jared West double honors because right. he makes the all-defensive team, and he also is third-team Conference USA. I think that should have been higher as far as third-team. I'd like to have seen him on second-team. Yeah. That makes you wonder who's ahead of him. Who's ahead of him, but I, I, I still say what a two-way player. I would not want him guarding me. He is really, really, really a pain. As I tell him after games sometimes, you're a number one pain on people, and he says I, that's, that's what I'm expected to be, and he does it. Well, here's who's ahead of him on the second team. Uh, Devin Andrews, the uh, kid from FIU, um, mm-hmm. whose name I have a difficulty pronouncing, so I'm not <laughs> even going to try it. All I'm right. going to be up front with you. I'm not going right. to do it. Uh, Gibson from North Texas, and then Keaton Wallace. Those are second team along with okay. Dave Young. Okay. Because the, the teams that are bringing honor to the teams that are higher. Which, I mean, North well, Texas, La Tech. People like that. Matavion Hollingsworth is going to get honored. Right. He's first team. Javon Jackson's going to be up there. Right. Uh, Bryson Williams is going to be up there. Uh, Javion Hamlet from North Texas and Daquan Bracey from Louisiana Tech. I mean, it's yeah. a solid list right yeah. there. Yeah. If Marshall is a little higher in the standings, maybe Tavion, yeah. he squeezes one of those guys out. I don't yeah. know which one he squeezes out, though. Mm-mm. Well, that guy from North uh, UTSA, Jackson. Uh, Javon Jackson. He had 37, I think, Saturday, but he took off a lot of shots. He did. He took off a lot of shots. But he's a scorer. And uh, Danny, Danny said, that even though they're up 19, he said, with those firepower from those guards, no lead is safe. Because two, three trips down the floor in this ball game, and it was. Yeah. It was. So, Jared West, he's, he's on the third team, and he's defensive team recipient as well. And he's going to be defensive player of the year. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what, he definitely made the defensive team. That's his forte. I had a chance to catch up with him about an hour ago. And here's my conversation with Jared West. Speaking with Jared West, who was announced today as third team All-Conference USA, also making the all-defensive team. Jared, if you would just talk about that first, being on the all-defensive team. That's really your forte out there on the court. Yeah, um, defense is on my really tech side. I feel like it's something that I really lay my hat on and um I just try to bring that every every game. You know, I try to be consistent defensively every single game, and um, you know I feel like I've done a pretty good job of that over the last couple of years. So um, I was very, you know, grateful and excited and to be on the all defensive team. I feel like it was much deserved. I'm going to try to continue to work hard defensively and continue what I'm doing. 
How important do you think defense is going to be at this tournament coming up this week? Uh, everybody's back to zero to zero now, and uh, you start off on Wednesday. And sure, points are important, but if you keep the other team from scoring, it's not going to help them much. And uh, that's where you guys have really been successful over these last few games, locking teams down when you need to. Yeah, I think defense is going to be very uh, important. Um, these, you know, we got to win four games in four days, but we got to take it one game at a time. Uh, focused on our opponent, focused on the task at hand and what they're going to do. And um, honestly, I feel like that's probably the most important thing we can do this week is, is really lock lock down on the team. You know, it's on a neutral floor, so um, we're not at home, they're not at home. Um, it's going to be a new venue for all of us. So I think it's very important for us to lock in defensively and really take pride in that. Now, you make the all-conference defensive team, but – you got a lot of people out there helping as well. I mean, on any given night, if a shot goes up, Jared West is not the only guy out there. You got Jansen Williams. Uh, he's pretty good as far as being a rim defender. Iron Bennett, he's pretty solid as well. So on any given night, you could be causing turnovers. They're causing the opponent to miss shots by rejections. I mean, really, it, it feels like not just you, a lot of, of your teammates really have stepped it up, maybe because of you, that they see defense as really key to this team. Yeah, I feel like everybody plays their role with defense and everybody does it differently, you know. Um, I feel like our bigs do a really good job of protecting and making it hard for uh, opposing teams to really go inside. And I feel like Tay, Andrew, and I, Darius, and Marco, and Jeremy, you know, all our guards, I feel like we do a pretty good job of containing people off the dribble, um, keeping guys in front, making it hard for them. So it's it's really a, a team thing. You know, all five guys got to be connected and know where everybody's going to be. And um, it's something that we really take we take very important. Um, take very serious so um, everybody plays their role in it it's definitely a team thing it's a collective group thing so uh, I feel like if we continue to stay consistent with that we have a chance of making a run you also get named to the all-conference third team and that's a pretty big deal how do you feel about that is that one more special to you than the all-defensive team you know are they both about the same you know where they fall for you Um, I wouldn't say it's more um uh, I wouldn't say it's more precious for me to win, to, you know, to make third team. I feel like I'm, I'm grateful to make third team and all defensive team. But, uh, you know, I don't think one really outweighs the other. I was glad I was on all defensive team, though. I, I wanted to be recognized for that for sure. But, um, you know, I'm excited. I, I appreciate the, you know, the accolades and stuff like that. But, um, you know, I just hopefully we can bring it to, bring it this week and um, really get ourselves a championship. You know, that's probably the most important thing is getting the the conference championship. So I was really grateful to be on third team, all defense team. I'm excited about that and everything. But, um, you know, now we got to bring it to the table this week. If you would, just talk about the trip. You've been in Texas for a few days now. You get a big win against UTSA. Then you make the trip to Frisco, and you're getting acclimated to just being in Texas. You know, how are you guys, how far as where, where are you at? How do you feel? I mean, it's been a long road trip so far. Yeah, it really has been a long um, we got a good road win at UTSA, and um, you know we went to the, uh, you know we've been kind of, we went to practice today. We've been trying to get moving and stuff like that. You know it's hard sometimes to sit in the hotel all day, but um, you know it's been a long trip. But uh, we're just trying to stay focused and um, get fresh and uh, stay mentally and physically prepared for the games coming up this week. You know we're trying to get our rest and everything, but we have to stay ready and stay focused at the same time. So we're all trying to do a pretty good job of that, and I feel like we've done so. Uh, so far and uh, you know we're trying to spend time with each other as a team and everything I feel like this is a good experience for all of us 
So uh, we're trying to enjoy it and take it all in. So we're, we're excited for this week to start. Is it ever easy to get used to playing basketball at the star with the gymnasium style setup with the curtain, two courts? Is, is it ever easy? Um, you know, it's, it's really fun playing at the star. It, it really is fun. It's hard to get acclimated to it because uh, obviously you don't play there all year. You only really get like one day to uh, get used to the gym or anything. But um, once you get in the gym, you, you can kind of feel the energy and the tournament atmosphere and the March atmosphere and stuff. So it's really it's really a fun experience, a good experience for everybody who, who gets to make it down there. Uh, so it's it's hard to get acclimated to it super quick, but uh, at the same time, you know, we're all really grateful to be down here. We're going to try to embrace it, make the most of our opportunity, and just have fun while we're down here. And congratulations once again. Uh, well-deserved Conference USA third team. I think uh, more deservingly, though, is that defensive team. And really, that's been your signature and your showcase all year long. And I hope to see you uh, hopefully holding one more trophy here in a few days with the championship. Yeah, man, thank you. I appreciate it. That's the ultimate goal is win win the conference title this week. So we're going to get after it. Jared West from earlier this afternoon. Very gracious, you know. Honored to get it. I mean, he wasn't gloating or anything like that. I'm just honored. I do what I do, and I got honored for it. But we have a bigger bigger task at hand. Starting on Wednesday at 9 o'clock their time, we got to take four and four days to get, as you mentioned, one more trophy. And that's that's the main focus. You know, offense is what people like when they go to a basketball game. Yeah. But if this team can lock it down, how important is that going to be? It will be. I mean, sometimes you might not shoot the best, but if you play defense, you can guarantee the other team not shooting their best, so you'll give yourself a chance. That's all you want to do is give yourself a chance. And and that's what they've done of late. I mean, you always think about Marshall, the way Danny has them going up and down the floor and stuff like that. But their defensive numbers, if you sit down and look at them, aren't that bad either. They make it difficult for teams to score. They make it difficult for them to score. And, that, and they'll tell you that when the post games, you went back and looked at them. You know, they, they are hard to defend and they're hard to, you know, it's just that's the way they are. Marshall. They've had success at the star. They've had yeah. not so much success at the star. Two years ago, a lot of success. Last year was um, two and done, I think. Are they in I a think situation? They won the first, yeah. won the first round, and the next round they got knocked out. Um, this year they're going to have to play, I think, it's UTEP first round, and sitting and waiting for them is uh, La Tech. Are they in a situation where they can make a run? Yeah. Do you think they really I think are they set can up make in a the run. sixth seed? I think they can make a run because, uh, as we mentioned at the beginning, they're playing pretty good basketball at this time of year. If they keep shooting threes like that, it's going to open things up on the inside. If, if Mr. Bennett can stay on the floor a little longer than two fouls in the first three minutes. I mean, the other day down at UTSA, boom, boom, he's on the bench. But they had the other guys. And what's Michael Byers like in Texas? <laughs> he's been going off when he's in Texas or relative in the stands, one or the other. Maybe it's he just likes like, the atmosphere, the air, the water. If I'm, if I'm Marshall, I'm finding all relatives this week. I mean, he, he's awesome when the relatives are in the house. Yeah, if I was Dan, I would have flew in everybody <laughs> to get that kid to shoot. Yeah. If Bennett can stay on the court and if Jansen Williams can hit a shot. Yeah. That gives you inside, outside. That gives you everything the other you need. Day, I mean, Bennett's inside a couple of that, and all of a sudden they collapse on him, they put it back outside. Here comes Jared, Andrew, Taylor. I mean, they're hitting threes, and, uh, you know, they're double figures in threes of almost every game of late. That's not bad. And yeah, 12 Byers, or 13 a game, and then Michael Byers off the bench. Yeah, if Byers can hit as well, Yeah, they've got an opportunity here. Yeah, because but, they can play nine deep and really not have any drop-off and keep the – because, you know, it's the first thing you're going to hear is we've got to have fresh legs for four days, and they can have it that way. 
with going eight and nine deep and not getting hurt. Well, that means guys have got to step up and play. Right. That's going to be the key. Buyers they just can't to... come off the floor and do nothing. No. Guys have got to come out and play and not get in foul trouble right. to force your bench to have to stay out there longer. And then have to start shuffling the lineups around a little different than what you prepared for, and you're going like, uh-oh, uh-oh. But uh, I really think they can make a run. Not because it's just what we have seen here of late. They've been building for this since November, and right now uh, they keep dropping threes, a little inside game, and play the defense. Jansen Williams blocks, Jared West steals. Uh, anything can happen. The team that takes the four against Marshall is going to be uneasy. They're going to be uneasy. You think so? Really easy? I mean, because no, uneasy. You, ha- I mean, no. You really think though they're going to be uneasy? Oh, yeah. I think UTEP's going. Uh oh, what do we defend? La Tech is going well. We've already, they've already got us once. And then uh, you know who's sitting there at the next one? If they get them as two times, Western one was they had a twenty-one point lead and lost. If they and had to scrap UTEP, give them credit. They had to scrap to get to this point. Yeah. They were in a situation where every that day last was pod. They're going to every day was a tournament <laughs> game for them because yeah. if you did not win in that pod, you were staying home. And right now they're sitting back in El Paso with nothing. I mean, there's nowhere to go. So I'm glad. I'm sure they're taking 11 seed and they're going to do their best to to stay more than one game. And Danny knows that, so it, he, he'll bring their guns too. And not it's not like it was a relatively easy trip for them either. No. I mean, they're, UTEP they're, is uh, <laughs> UTEP's a far bit away. That's a pretty good haul from the western tip to uh, oh, well east. I wonder if Marshall had an easier trip. <laughs> I don't know. Probably. I mean, San Antonio to Frisco. The uh, only thing I'm guessing is UTEP hopped on a plane. That's just a guess. That's something that Dan's talked about a lot. We won't get into it. No, because he, he's a lot of things about off-the-court lo- issues and things, and he mentioned it a couple times. And you understand where he's coming from. He loves talking about that. Right now the issue is Frisco, and another day, another topic. For, for that one and uh, what he his vision so to speak but right now his vision is four games in four days Andrew Taylor he makes freshman team he's all freshman does he shave you could ask him next time <laughs> we have him uh, he's very youngish looking but hey put the ball in his hands he's a wizard I, I'm not going to ask him that question you can okay. but when we come back I did <laughs> ask him some questions and not that one no not that one <laughs> we'll talk to Andrew Taylor who made all freshman team when we continue with today's edition of the drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 this is the drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank Guests with Paul Swan appear via the Miller Lite phone lines. We're here today at the Union Pub and Grill. Paul Swan and Dave Walsh with you on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. And coming up in just a moment, we're going to hear from Andrew Taylor. He was named to the Conference USA All-Freshman Squad. Not bad for somebody who's played half a year. Yeah. He didn't get eligible second semester. And uh, I would say Danny would say he was an impact player. Had some off moments, but more often than not, he was on than off. Running the show out front, him and Tavion and Jared. So what he was asked to do, he did, and he got rewarded. What do you think would have happened to this Marshall team if he was on the court maybe a full season? Well, they might they might still be 11 seed because they didn't start playing conference. But some of those big-time games with Florida, Notre Dame, something, it, who knows if he'd have been out there. Who knows? I mean, his first game out, he starts right. and scores, what, 20-some? So, I mean, but he was I'm, expected to be an impact player. But keep this in mind. If he was out there from the beginning, 
the flow would have been so Flow's much better. better. He's out there. He's getting acclimated faster. He's right. becoming more a part of the offense faster. Because he was on the job training, really. And maybe that changes an outcome here or there. Yeah. Because he really got, when he got eligible, he was really, okay, you're on the job now. You're on the clock. Here you go. Yeah. Here's the ball. But what you've been running in practice, once you get out of the assimilation, it's the real deal. It's not the same. Yeah, because practice is just practice. It's practice. Alan Averson, not in Talking Canada. practice. It's practice. Practice. It is practice. Just, that's it. It's practice. But he, he did enough to uh, get people's attention and say, hey, you should be a freshman on the freshman team. Regardless of how long you played, you did your job when you played. So He's on there. He gets and I'm sure he's very excited about uh, playing 4-4. Four and four. Let's put you this way. He's going to be at the Star and his first Conference USA tournament. Yes. He sounded excited to be there when I talked to him <laughs> a while ago. Yeah. Let's hear my conversation yeah. with Andrew Taylor from about an hour or so ago. Here's Andrew. I'm now joined by one of the recipients of the 2019-20 Conference USA All-Freshman Team, and that's Andrew Taylor. And if you would, just talk about being on the team. It's always um, always special when you're a freshman and you're recognized for being one of the best in the league. Yeah, it feels really good. You know, I wasn't really thinking about it at this point, being down here in Frisco, you know, all the focus on the conference tournament. But, you know, it was, just, it was just a shock to see that just that's just a, one of those things that you need. You just need to be – that's an acknowledgement of all the hard work I put in this summer, just everything leading up to this point, you know. But, uh, yeah, it feels pretty good. But you guys feel locked in for this conference tournament. So, like I said, you know, I want that team accomplishment more than I want the individuals. Just looking at this award for a second before we talk about that team effort that's coming up, you got a late start, and you still made the list. I mean, that says something for what a lot of people thought about what you were doing when you did get in the game because you know, for some of these freshmen, they've been playing the entire season. You got a late start. I mean, you didn't lose that many games, but still, you were kind of from behind when you started playing. Yeah, that, that was definitely tough. You know, it was hard to sit back and watch, but – I mean, I took advantage of it. So that's the only thing you can do, you know. You can either sit there and pout about it or you can, you know, learn and try to get better from it. Just watching guys like Jared and Tavion, you know, run the offense and do everything they do on defense is just elevated my game, you know, just the mental part of it. I guess I got to sit back and really watch how it's done before I get out there and do it. Andrew Taylor is joining us. He was named to the Conference USA All-Freshman team. Of course, you're now getting ready to play for the Conference USA Championship. The journey begins on Wednesday. And you're playing at the Star. It's a football practice facility converted into a basketball arena. You know, what are your impressions? Uh, just getting on the court, trying to get acclimated to it. You know, it's, it's never easy. You know, even if you're a veteran of that place now, it's never easy. Shoot, yeah. I mean, I've never played there before, but it sounds like a pretty good scene for myself, just, you know, traveling to AAU tournaments and playing in venues like that, you know, courts that are transformed, these big arenas that are transforming in multiple courts. I think it's something like that from what I've heard. But, um, yeah, it's, def it's definitely going to be a difference, but I think as long as we do what we've been taught and what we've done all season, you know, just elevate our game and just execute the game plan, you know, it doesn't matter where we're playing. As long as we execute and do what we do, I think we'll be all right. 
Now, you've been on the road for a few days. You had a big win against UTSA, which locked down the sixth seed, and now you're in Frisco. But it's been a tough journey. You've had to fly out, bus out, spend a lot of time on the road. If you just could just talk a little bit about the journey so far, as uh, you're kind of hoping that this is a longer road trip when you get to Wednesday, not just end on Wednesday. You want this thing to go all the way to Saturday. Yeah, for sure. The season's a grind, you know. Uh, I hate to hate traveling, but, you know, traveling with these guys, it's, it's been a blessing just getting to see things that I usually don't, you know, traveling to different cities, you know, across the country. I'm just thankful for that opportunity, just getting to see all these things and play in these, you know, great arenas. But, um, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely tough. we got to stay mentally strong. Just, you know, we come down to Texas once or twice a year as it, once or twice a year as it is, and we just got to come down with the same mentality as we always do. Andrew Taylor is with us. He was named to the Conference USA All-Freshman team. Now, keeping that mental toughness is key, but trying to stay fresh physically as well. You guys pretty much acclimated now. You've been on the road for a few days, so really no lag or anything. Everybody's feeling pretty good. Yeah, I mean, everybody's feeling pretty good. we got a couple of days we can practice too, you know, get all the shakiness out from whatever we have from traveling. Just... We got we got to take care of our bodies, you know. Whatever that is, you got to do. You know, everybody's routine is different every day. So you know, some guys, you know, hop in the ice tub before you go to bed. Some guys, you know, stretch before you go to bed. Just whatever you got to do to get yourself physically ready and get going. Andrew Taylor with us, Conference USA All Freshman Team. Hey, congratulations! It's been fun watching you so far. Can't wait to see what's happening next in the tournament. Thank you, sir. Like how he called me, sir. You feel good. It's all feel polite. Old? I feel old. It's all polite. Andrew Taylor called. What well, would he have again, called me? I don't know what he would have called you. <laughs> but it was he again, like Jared, very humble. You know, half a season, and uh, as you mentioned, they did reward me for what uh, they asked me to do. Uh, you know, run the ball, run the offense, score. He, Jared and Tavian were doing. I was able to step in, and three were better than two, and here we are. We got you know one of, one of twelve teams with a chance to win it. Tavian Kinsey. We'll hear from him next here on today's edition of the Drive. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're here today at the Union Pub and Grill. Paul Swan and Dave Walsh with you. It is Monday, March 9th. That means you can come down to the Union Pub and Grill, take advantage of the $1.50 bottles and $2 call shots every Monday here at the Union Pub and Grill. Or, of course, if you come down to the Union Pub and Grill, you can also take advantage of, well, one, the Union Pub and Grill's famous Southern Bell. Bell. You ever had the Southern Bell? No, I haven't. I have not. Dave, we're going to have to have the Southern we'll have Bell to together. One, one of these days, we'll have to do it. One we'll these do the Southern Bell together, yes. and then we'll get some food from Southside Sliders here. There we go. You can order it, and it will be brought to your table. <laughs> That's pretty, pretty. Stepping up, Herb. Well, I'll tell you right now. You want to get a bite to eat here yeah. right now. Get here to the Union Pub and yeah. Grill. But we're not here to talk about that. No, you're well, actually, we are here to talk about that. But we're here to talk sports as well. Yeah. And I'm sure Tavion is excited too. Tavion, he was excited. Good talking to him earlier this afternoon. He was named to the Conference USA second team. He doesn't want that. No. He'll take it, but no. he doesn't want that. He wants Conference USA championship. Yeah. Here's my conversation with Tavion Kinsey. 
Joining us now is Tavion Kinsey. He was named to the All-Conference USA second team. And Tavion, I know individual awards don't mean anything to you. You want to get that team victory, the championship. But this is pretty special to be on the second team. There are a lot of great guys in Conference USA. Just to be in the top five, ten of those players has to mean something special to you. Yes, yes it does. I'm very thankful, all glory to God. Um, I just... Um, I put in a lot of work for, you know, to get this accomplishment, but, um, it really, I mean, as big as an accomplishment it is, I mean, I'm, it really doesn't excite me too much. I just, I'm down here. I'm so focused and locked in on this tournament. I'm ready to win. So. <clears throat> Gotta make you smile though, to see that. You're getting a lot of notice, not just you, but Jared West makes the all-defensive team. He's third team. Andrew Taylor, he's on the all-freshman team. And I'm sure there's a couple more guys. I'm sure in the back of your head thinking, you know what, maybe they should have made a team or two. Just Because really when you think about defense, it's not just Jared. And when you think about the success of this team, it's not just you and Jared. It's Iron, it's Jansen, it's everybody. So you know, really um, – it's good to know that people are paying notice to you and your teammates. Definitely. Uh, Jared, I, I felt like he should have got um, first team all defense last year. I uh, felt like he kind of got robbed of that. But this year, he leads the conference and steals. And uh, hands down, to me, I don't see anybody better than him playing the defense that he does. I don't think there's anybody who can go day in and day out, put their body on the line, and go out there and play as hard as he does, 94 feet all the time. And then you got Andrew being um, a new guy, a newcomer coming into our team and then stepping up big and re uh, relieving some pressure from me and Jared and then stepping up and being first team, um, all freshman team. It's, it's just a lot of accomplishments. But also, like you said, it's, it's just not us. It's uh, our team. we got a, a lot of guys who, who make some – you know, some big strides out, um, some improvement. Games have gotten better. Uh, guys are getting confident. Uh, we have some guys like um, Michael Byers. He, he came through and won some big games for us, really. Almost um, just won like a full game on his own, really, sent us in the overtime. We got Jansen Williams who steps up. Defensively, when we go, they go to the realm, he's blocking shots. You got Iron Bennett just being – um, Iron uh, controlling the offensive and defensive in the paint. So we got a lot of guys. Definitely, I I will always put my guys first before any of my accomplishments. And I, we we're here because we're a team and not just um, players. Just one player at a time. We're here as a unit. And um, as much as these awards, like I said, um, excite us, we we still got our eye on the prize, the the goal at hand to win it all down here. So. Joining me is Tavion Kinsey, named second team All-Conference USA. Now, the prize itself is the Conference USA Championship, and you made your journey to Texas several days ago, so you've been on the road a long time. Yeah, How are you guys feeling after making all this travel and transitioning from one spot in Texas to another? Um, we're young. <laughs> That's what uh, everybody wants to say. We're young when it comes to making mistakes. I say we're young. When it comes to our bodies, um, being able to adapt, you know, we we came off of winning and then we got right on the bus and drove 
four and a half hour trip all the way to um, here now in Frisco. And um, guys have just, I think we're so locked in and so focused and guys are so anxious and ready to play that our bodies aren't thinking about that. We just, everybody's hyped up. Adrenaline is up before the game even starts. Everybody's ready. Like first day of practice today, um, we got some uh, into a gym. Guys were hitting, we were hitting a lot of shots and it was looking real good and uh, going into practice tomorrow, we, we're going to keep the same energy, same intensity. And I, like I said, I, I said we're young. That um, traveling really, I feel like it only affects us when we we really are like you know in the midst of the middle part of the season. It's that time where it's it's kind of like we're in the middle and we're trying to get over the hump and then get to the. But now it's, it's time to lock in. And so I feel like if your body's not ready, if you're not ready by now, then. I just don't want it, but all of my teammates are ready, and I just feel like I said the traveling really. Hey, it's a lot, but it doesn't it doesn't affect us being together all the time, uh, having bonding time, not having to worry about basketball a little bit right now. We had some days off, being able to hang with the guys, have just some free time to you know chill, and we go to um, the NBA games and see that type of atmosphere. It's just been fun, so we're trying to keep it fun, not really think too much about it go out there um, come Wednesday and be ready to lock in and focus. Talk about the challenges of getting ready to play at the Star. Unique basketball venue. It's not a basketball arena. It's a, it's a football field that's been converted for two courts. And that's got to be a challenge no matter how many times you've seen it. Some of the news guys, I'm sure it'll be their first time seeing a, even a venue like this. You've been around the block, so you know what to expect. But still, how hard is it just to get ready to play in a venue like that? It's very, it's very challenging. Um, I would say, especially when you guys see it tomorrow, uh, they're going to see it's, it's, a, it's a couple of little shadows out there on the court. Uh, um, the atmosphere, the way the court is set up, how it feels when it looks behind, like when you um, are looking at the court behind the court, how it looks behind, and not having a crowd behind the court, having it just on the sides of the court. Um, the room's a little tighter, but, I mean, they can be, you know, okay, I'm going to focus in harder and not let it affect me, or we can use it as um, we can use it as just excuses, and I don't think that's what we're going to do. But it's, I, we, we've kind of preached it to the guys all year long. Uh, we, we wanted to get to this point, and then when we get to this point, it's going to be some tough times, and we always face some adversity. Um, but going in there, I think it's going to be good to go in there tomorrow and practice and uh, let guys go in this room. I know as a freshman last year when I played on it, um, it was uh, shooting around. I wouldn't say in the game. In the game, I, I was kind of um, making some shots. But, like, shoot around, it was kind of like I had to get used to it. But any basketball player, you have to get used to a room you don't really shoot on all the time. It's like playing at a away gym. I mean, at a away team gym, you – like the use of their course, that's why we have a shoot around. So I'm sure guys that get a couple shots in. Um, it's pretty spacious. Um, on top of that, uh, having all those courts around, having that atmosphere kind of brings back that AAU feeling. Uh, for some of the younger guys, that's probably what they're going to say because that's what I said when I came in there. Like, it feels like AAU, it feels like a you win or go home and has that type of feeling to it. Or um, next team up, there's teams watching plays. It's just it's, it, it feels like that again. I think that's what makes it fun more than challenging or scare, scary. So I think we'll be fine when we go into that. Um, I think we'll, they'll be ready for the challenge. 
Tavion Kinsey joining us. He was named to the Conference USA second team. Second team's cool, but I'd rather you just go ahead and win that championship and add that to your trophy list. Uh, so uh, how about that? That would be the deal? Yeah, that's the deal. That's the deal. I, I, I'm definitely locked in, focused on winning that championship. It's, uh, it, it, it's a dream of mine. It's been a dream of mine ever since last year when I heard the last buzzer and we were going home and it was just sad and I know I was a newcomer and it was kind of like a surreal moment like coming from winning it all and then coming in you just felt like you don't want to feel that feeling ever again so I'm going to do my best our team is going to do their best to go out there and bring that trophy home to Huntington. Tavion Kinsey All-Conference USA second team congratulations and we'll hopefully uh, see you sometime next week after Saturday. Yes sir thank you. Hopefully, Hopefully, we can say. With a smile on his face for the trophy. Yeah. On a selection show again. Like they did two years ago. They had a nice little selection get together and they find out where they were going. So they, they would love to have a repeat of that. Hopefully, that's going to be the case next week. Well, this week, really. We're yeah. talking Sunday. It's Hopefully, Sunday. we're going to be at the Cam Henderson Center on Sunday. Right. So that's my goal. I will be over the Cam. Hopefully, you're there with me as well. Yeah. And we're all watching that big scoreboard to see where the herd ends up. Right. So that's the be goal. Nice, be nice. And if we're not the Cam Henderson Center, it was a great season. Yes. And we'll go from there. Yeah, and, and remember, everybody is back. No senior night, so they all got a year under their belt, and, and I'm sure they'll bring just a little bit more next year. Yeah. So Marshall in action on Wednesday. We'll have it for you right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Thundering Herd, of course, have got the late game. 10 o'clock will be tip time. 9 o'clock is our airtime. Stay up late, my friends. Stay up late. Yeah. We'll have you covered all the way. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I hate about this tournament. You have so many teams <laughs> on the East Coast, but yet it's such a West Coast-centric tournament. Yeah. You lose that hour, Central Time Zone, and then monitoring the game the other night when I heard that late when I went on. Uh, and then you see who plays at noon, and you're going, really? Of course, the women do play the first game on Wednesday. They got, I think, Southern Miss, and if they get by them, they uh, – Going to have a real tall order with Rice well, on the, the regular season title. The good news is they're there. So if yeah. you've made a trip, you've got something to at least spend the day doing. Yeah. We've got to, uh, before we say good day, we've got to acknowledge that Marshall Baseball's Wade Martin named Conference USA Co-Pitcher of the Week today. So good news for the baseball team. They're starting to heat up a little bit. A little bit, and that's big for him because he's had – I remember in high school the, the, the things he did at Willersburg, and then he's had the arm trouble here, and hopefully with as much exercise and things he's done, he, he can del- finally deliver because at Willersburg he could bring it. He's a big reason they won two state championships. And speaking of that, Fairland plays Wednesday night, and uh, your West Virginia Metro News people were involved with the state girls basketball tournament. We've got Midland and St. Joe. Uh, I'm, St. Joe's going to win. I'm sorry. I told Bernie Dolan during wrestling it's going to be ugly. They're going to pace three teams. You saw what the regional scores were. It's going to be equally as bad down there. So what you're saying is give them the trophy. Go ahead and just hand it to them now. Yeah, do that. And now, of course, Shannon and I still only lived that down when Gilmer County beat them, I think, two years ago. I still ask him how that happened. Uh, it was just – that was a fluke. That was a fluke. I think if they if they play their A game, it's going to be it's going to be unreal. And then you've got Midland. If they could get past the first round, they'll get uh, defending champs. And uh, if two certain teams get by their first round game, Governor Justice and his Greenburn East will play Beckley, and we'll see how he terminates, how he terms the game this time. I like how you said <laughs> that, how he terminates. How he terms the play of Beckley this time. Don't forget, 
Big matchup tonight. Blazer, Ashland Paul Blazer, yeah. taking on Rowan County. That is coming up tonight, I believe, is 8 p.m. It's going to be the tip top there. That's in Moorhead. That team could go all the way and win the Sweet 16 in Kentucky. Ashland yeah. Paul Blazer. Yeah, I mean, undefeated, ranked number one in the state. We've, we've talked about it. You think of all the teams, Lexington, Louisville, and other places, and here's Ashland. And I think if they, if they win tonight, they have to sit out a while before they go to the boys' tournament because the girls go first. Russell's down here for the girls, but uh, quite an accomplishment for Ashland. You know, they've got a tradition, though. Yeah. They've won more games in Kentucky than anybody. I know. They have, I think, won more games in the Sweet 16 than anyone. I mean, if it's I amazing that after Mark Maynard wrote the book about all the games they won in football, and now here's a basketball team just pile, continue to pile up the Ws. Unbelievable number. Yeah. Whether it's Sweet 16, it's been regional, section, the whole nine yards. They're just getting the job done. We've got all that to follow this week, and we will hopefully keep track of all of it starting tomorrow. But we've got games tonight. We've got Marshall basketball on Wednesday. Of course, we've got the show tomorrow for Jason Toy back in the studio. We appreciate him, as always, for Dave Walsh. I'm Paul Swan. This has been your Monday edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.